0: I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I create this compliance episode today. I would also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. I would also like to pay respect to the people that have passed down deepened and enriched the compliance knowledge and wisdom I'm privileged to embody today and share throughout my work as a conscious career coach. Dearest you, Welcome to Compliance Careerist. I'm very glad that you keep showing up. I'm very grateful. I just wanted to let you know. Um, that definitely makes me happy to see that um, people are tuning in and listening and finding the material and the podcast that I record. And I try to keep myself a bit honest with my goals um, for 2023, and I'm trying to drop one episode a day. So that means quite a lot to me. just wanted to um, say a big thanks to all of my active listeners. Um, Today, um, what I would like to talk about is the importance of... um, the FIUs in general, particularly FinCEN, since we're talking about uh, the U.S. market over here. FinCEN, uh, if you do recall from the previous episodes, it stands for the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, and that's the U.S. um, AFIU that is in charge of receiving the financial intelligence reports, um, I mean the SARs and the STRs from financial firms and all the regulated um, entities. The financial crime of money laundering is often committed to disguise the proceeds of other criminal behavior um, that can blight individual lives, communities and even economies. So, by identifying and seizing the illicit gains of money lodger- launderers, it is hoped that the activities of terrorist groups, drug traffickers or manufacturers, and other criminals can be deterred. So, in the US, um, the FinCEN or the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network is charged with preventing regulated firms, including those in the financial services industry, from being used to launder such illegally obtained money and to halt its use as a conduit for the funding of terrorism. Because it is a government agency that coordinates the activities of a number of agencies, FinCEN acts as a, you can call, a clearinghouse for the intelligence on financial crime that can be prosecuted under the Bank Secrecy Act, which is basically the main statute governing the anti-money laundering and financial crime in the country. So uh, FinCEN's data and insights and analysis are used by enforcement agencies to launch investigations and bring prosecutions as the Financial Intelligence Unit of the United States. also liaises and exchanges intelligence uh, intelligence i'm sorry with overseas counterparts um with other alpha from around the world to compile a global picture of illicit money and the people behind it because frauds um and scams, um just using heat uh, using here fraud as an example which is a pretty good offense and a crime Um, Because of fraud um, and scams are frequently the underlying activity whose proceeds are laundered. FinCEN um, also seeks to respond to new and emerging threats by issuing guidelines to financial services um, firms on how to identify and curb them. Um, If you do recall, in... Well, I would say even nowadays, perhaps not not anymore, maybe less. But when COVID started, that was um, also sort of an opportunity for criminals to engage in criminal activity. Um, so amongst the most recent advisories of FinCEN, for instance, the network alerted financial institutions to an increase in COVID-19 related scams. Criminals were offering cures, bogus vaccines and unauthorized tests, non-delivery scams of medical supplies or protective gear, price gouging and the hoarding of merchandise in high demand um, during the pandemic. So the Financial intel—the uh, financial um, Crimes Enforcement Network or Fencing doesn't only receive the, the source from the banks and other financial services firms. Um, it also gives, as you can see, guidance whenever there is a new trend um, and there is something else going on and it alerts also um, the world or uh, the other, um, let's say, um, firms and regulated entities to be aware of certain new emerging threats that are um, overtaking the country or the, or the, or the world in, in, in this sense such as like you know COVID-19 so that's what the role of fencing is um in a nutshell I hope that was uh insightful and helpful and um I will be speaking to you all again tomorrow with another episode with a related um compliance episode again I wish you all a lovely day wherever you are and sending you all, yeah, I I think I can say hugs and kisses. No offense. Thank you, dears, and I wish you a lovely day. Thank you for visiting us for this episode of Compliance Careerist. Consider following us if you consider taking on development and professional opportunities to help you succeed consciously. And if you know someone who would benefit of listening to Compliance Careerist, please share it with them.